David Am for Thursday, Chavzayin Tishrei, Tavshim Payal of the 8th Parak of Hilchus Brachas. So in this Parak, we're returning to the subject of Birchas Anenen. After we began discussing this a bit in Parak Gimel, there we were discussing the Chameshus Mini Daga and the grains. Now we're going to talk about fruits and vegetables and stuff like that, uh, and other things like that. In other words, Ha'etz, Ha'adama, Shehakal, and the appropriate Bracha Achreina, as we shall see. Halacha Alaf. Call Perei Sa'ilan, all fruits of the tree. You make an eights in the beginning and a burn of flushes at the end. Except for the five minim that are in the Taira. So, first of all, Perei Sa'ilan, we're going to discuss the exact definition of what that means in a moment. Um, and we already introduced some of the brachas, like I said, in Paragimel, so you might be familiar from there. Chamesh Saminin, of course, there are Shiva Saminin, but two of them are grains, Chitam and Sa'idim. So that leaves with, that leaves us with five Chamesh Saminin in the Torah that are fruits. So that's grapes, pomegranates, figs, olives, and dates. So in that case, instead of making a burn of at the end, you make a main shalish, it's like an alamichia, it's a condensed bracha. Out of the whole benching, the three brachas in benching, that's why it's me angel, it's uh, kind of like the three brachas of benching. Because what? Um, in this case, is that the, I didn't have a chance to see what the exact uh, reason for that is. Are they more uh, satiating than others? I didn't have a chance to see that uh, specific explanation. But um, they're chashev, at least for whatever purpose, they're chashev, so they get a, a bracha that's more in line with benching. Um... So that's the Pedas Elon and the Chamechus Amina. Now, the Chal Pedas Aritz note the language of the Ramam, fruits of the earth and vegetables. I'm going to get into that in a moment. Uh, and things don't grow from the ground at all. Like beet, cheese, fish, eggs, water, uh, milk, honey. Uh, so all, all of those, with the exception of water, come from uh, animals. Water is just a naturally occurring uh, substance. It's not; a, it doesn't grow. But drinking, not because you're thirsty, but for another reason. Then there's no bracha before or after. Now, first, I want to talk a little bit about the fruits and the vegetables. So first, let's mention the definition of a fruit and vegetable according to uh, science today. How would you define a fruit and a vegetable? So now, the way people commonly refer to fruits and vegetables is not scientific. Most people would say that a fruit is something that grows on a tree, plus it has like a sugary, sweet, uh, has a high sugar content, it's sweet, uh, versus something that grows closer to the ground. Now, the actual scientific definition is basically something like this. You know, the people will tell you, oh, a tomato is really a fruit, uh, a pepper, a cucumber, they're really fruits. Uh, how does that figure? So the definition of a vegetable is a herbaceous plant. It's a plant that's not, it's not woody. It has more of a, what we recognize as a, as a vegetable. Um, also, generally, it should only grow for one season. So that's how you would define uh, a, ve- a vegetable. So that, that covers broccoli and carrots and kale and stuff like that. But then you have these these uh, these, these things in the middle. Uh, the, the definition of a fruit, according to science, is something that is the body of a seed plant, meaning the plant grows, there's the actual plant, and then there's something the plant produces in order to distribute its seeds. That's not the same thing. That's an extra an extra product. It's like a chicken lays an egg. So a plant produces uh, a seed distribution. A fruit. 
that's how we define uh, a fruit if you go with uh, how science explains it today. Um, so tomatoes have seeds in them, peppers have seeds in them, cucumbers have seeds in them. These are all seed uh, distribute. You know, as anyone, if you think about it, so that's by that definition it would be considered uh, a fruit. Which means that the tree goes to sleep during the winter and automatically brings out what it has to. So do. that's going to be an element of what we're going to talk about according to halacha. But according, but according to this definition, anything that has seeds in it and isn't the plant itself, it's something that grows on the plant. That's a fruit, and then you have the plant itself. Uh, in that case, the plant itself, which doesn't have seeds, it's just a, an edible plant that would be a vegetable. So that's the, that's, you know, that's what you have sometimes. And you'll say, you know, tomatoes are a fruit or even tomato sauces are fruit. And sometimes legally you get some interesting, uh, funny results, you know, for uh, nutritional value. They, you know, they, they try to argue that uh, eating pizza is a fruit because it has tomato sauce and tomato. Okay. But, uh, that's how, uh, but we're not using that definition. And Notre Dame himself said, so he acknowledged that there are some things that grow from the ground that are Paris, but they're Paris Aretz. And then there are, additionally, there are Eurocus. So for us, what's most important is the tree. Because we say bury pre haets, and then we distinguish the ones that aren't pre haets. So it's very important to define what a tree is. That's a lot more important for us than it would be for anyone else. So you look in the Altar Rebbe and Simulesh Gimel, so it says, Paris Aretz is Adam. The simon leda is a pre haets, is a pre What's the simon? So the way the Altar Rebbe defines it there is, if you would take away the, the fruit and the branch is still there for the next year and it produces another fruit, that's a perennial in a sense. And there's actually an onuf, there's actually a branch that's still there. You can point to it during the winter or whenever and say, hey, that's the, the tree that doesn't have fruits right now, but it's going to have fruit soon. So that's uh, Priya 8. But if the whole 8 disappears during, even if it grows back out of the roots, so it is perennial to some extent, but there's actually, there isn't an actual uh, plant, an actual tree, then, according to the Alter Rebbe, you would make a very pretty adama, and therefore he says berries that grow in some kind of bush, you make a very pretty adama, and then he gets into which kind of berries, if they're edible, they're not edible, but uh, that's how the Alter Rebbe defines it over there. Of course, it's a more, there are more details, it's more branched to, to make a bad pun. Uh, this is a, you know, more complicated topic, different bishon, different achrenim, slightly different definitions can have different uh, outcomes. There are just specific fruits I want to mention that are known to be a discussion. So, for example, banana is a discussion. What's the what's the kind of plant is that? Uh, well, you have to know exactly the definition. Uh, it might not. The the the. the, the Okay, so that's that's, that, that's what we're not going to get into the details of. We're not going to get into the details of it, but banana, there depends which vision you go according to. It might be Eitz or Adama. We generally go with Hadama. The papaya is also a discussion. We generally go with Hadama. A few hundred years ago, there was actually a controversy relating to Chatzilim, to eggplant. Um, because moreover, the additional problem is that if you say that it is a tree, if you say that it is an Eitz, the problem with the eggplant is that it doesn't last more than three years. Which means that if it's a eighth, then there's always Arla, and it never leaves the category of Arla. It's, it's perpetually Arla, you'd never be allowed to eat it. Uh, the Chidah, it's already the Red Baz, the Kaftavafarach, different, uh, the Swarm talk about it, the Chidah says, the Beis Yasef and the Arizal, we know for a fact that they ate Chatzilim, so we know that it's gotta be okay. So now we have to justify, and it comes up with a justification of how to define the plant to make sure that it hit the plant's okay. 
Interestingly, in very, very recent years, there's been a similar controversy regarding pineapple. I was in a Chassid in Lakewood, and I saw the Rav there. His name is Rabbi Halbishtam. He's from the Babava dynasty. Uh, he made a big contrast. He was sitting in the show. I don't know if he distributed it, but it was in his show. He had a big contrast on pineapple because there was a Litvisher Rav that came out and had the same taina on pineapple, Mitzad Arla, that also doesn't last more than three years. Seems to be a fruit, and uh, it's always going to be Arla in that case. And this Rav Halbishtam, Sinister he went out to Arichas, he's mad through things, Arichas Mall, the Rishonim, and Achreinim, the whole Hatzilim discussion, quotes the Paiskim, quotes the Alter Rebbe, according to Alter Rebbe's definition, it should be okay. Uh, so, according to all that, it's not, a, it's not, if it's not an eight, it's not hot eight, so then uh, the problem goes away. He even flew down to Hawaii, and he visited the plantations, and he spoke to the experts, and he read the books, and the, 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 it's full of pictures, and uh, of the plants, of the books. The pile of one, most people know, I don't know if everyone even knows it's a problem, but uh, generally people eat pineapple and eat eggplants. Right? As Hadam. Of course, there are many other halachas in every line. I'm just going to try, let's say, Shaysimayim Utsmoy is a discussion I'm not going to be able to get, especially that uh, we're running a bit later today. Halacha based. So this is about May Peris. We spoke about Peris, and we're talking about May Peris. Juice. And which is also going to bring us to Bereda Priyagov. You squeeze a fruit and you get the, the juice. You make a shahaka, not a eights anymore. Shahaka and burn a fashas. Except for grapes and olives. They, they are the exception. For wine, you make a bread in the beginning and you make a bread shalish at the end. And oil is the exception that you still make the bread eights on it like a fruit soap. This is only a specific kind of oil consumption. If your throat is bothering you, you drink it along with uh, boiled uh, water that boiled other fruits. And it's some kind of concoction that uh, gives you pleasure. You're helping your throat. You're really giving yourself relief. If you're just drinking, just downing oil, or you had that whole concoction, but your throat wasn't hurting, so you didn't really need to take it. Then you make the regular shahakal. You didn't actually enjoy the oil. Now, um, there's a lot, also a lot to comment here. Uh, I'm just going to look for the interesting points. For example, for Agafen, there's a whole discussion regarding uh, grape juice. Is grape juice the same thing as wine? Um, especially if it's reconstituted, you, you had concentrate and you added water, so now it's this watery, you know, if as natural as water naturally, and that's one thing, but uh, you poured the water into it, so now is this a watery, you know, grape-flavored water? Especially regarding Kiddush, which might have its own gather, but even regarding the Bracha Bari Piyagafen, it's a discussion. You also have all discussion relating to, you used to, this farm talk about how they used to make wine out of, out of raisins in, in Europe, and have grapes commonly, but raisins are a bit more common. So, uh, mead. which, well, well, no, we want to make Bari Piyagafen, you don't make a Gafen on meat, do you? Uh, no, mead. Mead, I understand. It's it's med, and you do it. That's not, you don't make a Gafen on meat, do you? Yeah, this, yeah you're the, about to the Kiddish. Okay, so the place can discuss these various, you know, these slight variations and how they did it. I'm going to quote something from the Semach Tzedek in a second. So you look now to Rebbe Shachonarach in Hechel Shabbos, he talks about Yen Simukim. You take the, the dry grapes and you put water and you soak it for three days and it turns into wine. So it says it has to be that if you would squeeze the, the grape, the, the raisin itself, yeah. something would come out. You'd be able to get the, an extract from it. So that's, you could say, that moisture is what's making the wine wine. But if, uh, even if you stepped on it and squeezed it and you pressed it, nothing would come out. Only the soaking gives it a flavor. Then he says, you can't make Kiddush on it. You can't make it. So you see, both. 
uh, also, what's the ratio of water in, in, in raisin? Tzemach Tzedek has an interesting discussion. He says that uh, there's a rumor, they say in the name of my grandfather, that there has to be, uh, you have to put in three liters of tzimukim to get one shtaf, which is another measurement of wine. And uh, if you're not getting that much wine out of it, then it's not, uh, then it's not wine. Is that, you know, rumor true? Is it not? This is the Achreinim. It seems like a big chumra compared to what the Achreinim says. Ilo Yisi Shemayek. If I were to heard it myself, Vada Yisi Machmer. But I didn't hear Befeidush. Uh, but I can't, you can't prove otherwise either. The fact that I didn't hear it. Interesting uh, discussion. Also, the Tzemach Tzedek. There's a few chuvas on this topic. Uh, he talks about Dina Seinu that you actually mix the honey, and that sounds more. I think more like mead. Other ingredients, uh, and then the, the, what's the ratio, and, and does it have the flavor with the grapes, with the raisins itself, or is the other stuff giving it the the whole flavor? He says Maskana de Milsa that there have to be enough tzimukim that even without the dvash it would have tamu marayayin. So lots of discussions on the on the technicalities. Bar eleven has a, a parak on this in Shiri Alach Lemaisa and Kedusha Avdala Ayin Shem Alach Gimel. Uh, so fruits and vegetables that you eat them raw, that's normal, that's the norm. And Bishlin and Shlakam, what if you didn't eat them raw? You, you, you cook them, you, whatever it is, you cook them in water. Then it's a Shlakam. And vice versa, if you only eat them after preparing them, after uh, cooking them, you're going krov, the lefes, cabbage, turnips, so if you eat them without cooking them, then you make a shahakal because you didn't prepare it right. The vegetable has to be eaten according to its normal mode of preparation. And then you make a hadalah. I'm going to give a few examples and get into details in a second. And if you eat them either or, either cooked or uncooked, so then, either way, then you make the appropriate bracha. He started Allah with Paytas and Yerakas. The middle, he just mentioned Yerakas, because that's the, there are no fruits that you only have to cook first in order to eat. So he didn't mention Paytas, he only mentioned Yerakas, the cabbage and the turnip. Then he, then back at the end of the halacha, he gets back to Paytas and Yerakas, depending on whatever the, uh, whatever the bracha is, make the bracha. And how you Paytas eats, and what if I eats, and how you Paytas and Yerakas, now, I remember having an argument many years ago with someone regarding carrots nowadays. Because you look at Al-Tarebbe Shachanach and Simonish, hey? So, uh, Al-Tarebbe says, you know, you're ruckus that you eat, uh, uh, you don't, you don't eat it chayin, you don't eat it raw, even with bread. It has to be cooked or salted or whatever. And he gives the examples Al-Tarebbe gives there are kruv, glass, and tradin. <laughs> And uh, that's cabbage, squash. And interestingly, I saw in the, the new translation of Al-Tarebbe, they translated Tradin as spinach, which I think is a mistake, because if you look at modern Hebrew, they decided that Tarot is going to be the word for spinach. They needed a word for Tarot, for spinach, they called it Tarot. But if you look in the history, in Svarim, Tarot is always Selek, they're in, it's interchangeable, and it's beets. Al-Tarebbe himself, in Luch, Berchus, and Anon writes that Tradin is, bur- is Burkus, uh, a Burik, a Burik is a beet. I don't know just why. Uh, I know. Uh, Hebrew, they made a distinction. Just they yeah. made the the they made the, the convention became that yeah. tarot the spinach they and, uh, and cucumber and, and green squash. Ah, same glass and Okay, yeah. so you have to be yeah. careful yeah. Uh, yeah. with the translation. But I Altareb clearly meant beets, not yeah. spinach here. So those are three things Altareb says. You don't eat plain, so you make a shahakal. And then he gives another example, like lefes. Lefes is a ribbon and merin. So lefes ribbon that's um, turnip, and the merin is carrots. Yeah. He says, we eat them mavushal, 
So you make a pretty very predominant number of bushel, and otherwise not. However, nowadays, the fact is, the reality is that uh, plain carrot is a snack. Right, and if you look at wheat, raw beets as well. Right, with other vegetables as well. Yeah, probably not. Uh, yeah, well, it depends what. Maybe cabbage, raw cabbage, maybe, yeah. Raw cabbage is hard well, okay, there's other ingredients yeah. in it. But anyway, carrots, we literally just eat plain, straight, uh, regular carrot from the back. If you look at the Rebbe, say the Berch which is where he, it's the last time he goes to these halachas in Parag Vav. So there the language is Derech Reiv Bnei Adam. That's the wording that the Rebbe uses, Derech Reiv Bnei Adam. Um, if you look in the Ha'aras and say the Berch printed by Ravala so they write in the footnote, Luchaira, today, the Reiv Bnei Adam, if, if the definition is Reiv Bnei Adam, look at Reiv Bnei Adam. Reiv Bnei Adam now eat carrots when they're high as well. So it should be Adama. And I'm assigned to Igris Chelek Zayin. Look at Igris Chelek Zayin. There's a minor from the Rebbe. It's actually just a Ksav HaKadosh that the Rebbe added in a, in a letter in Tavshim Yudgimot to Gitzav Duvov. The Inyan Meren Chayin, regarding plain carrots, look at Berch HaSananen, She'enu Negimun Reiv, the Rebbe underlined the word Reiv, and the Rebbe's been signed to Mishnah Brura for more Maram Akaimis. It's not clear to me what the Rebbe was trying to say here. If the Rebbe was trying to say that Raves do this, or Raves do that. But I remember the last time I had this conversation that if you look up the history of carrots as a snack, it's actually a very recent development. In the yeah. 1980s and 1990s, some guy invented baby carrots. What are baby carrots? Just deformed Maybe. carrots that he just snipped into tiny pieces, into little carrot-shaped pieces, and they marketed them, and it caught on. Marketing has the power to do that, and it became a snack. So now uh, people eat baby carrots, people eat the uh, big carrots. So l'chayra, most people will tell you that uh, Adam, the has changed. The same thing goes for other vegetables. Look at the Mishnah Brura. So no, no, no concept here of salad that's mentioned in, in Rambam or Shulchan Look at the Mishnah Brura. He may start mentioning salad. Salat and Mu'urav and Shaman Bechaymet. Even if it just has oil and vinegar, you didn't actually process the vegetable. Let's say uh, lettuce or cabbage or stuff like that, but the uh, chayin, even a bear pretty adama. So, uh, interesting. Yeah, so there are a lot of uh, interesting halachas relating to this. That's just a bit of that. Moving on to halacha dalad. So now we spoke about meperis, like sort of squeezing fruit. So now we're talking about. The liquid that comes out of boiling a vegetable. You boil the vegetable. Um, you actually make a berry priyadama. So uh, it's not like fruit juice. But that, that was the, your intent. You did that for that intention. It's considered a form of eating the vegetable. It's one of the forms of eating the vegetable is boiling it and drinking the water. So it's like uh, you're eating the vegetable, you make adama. Dvash tmarim, the, the honey that's derived from, uh, from dates, which apparently also involves some kind of cooking process, so it's similar in that sense. We're gonna, he's gonna mention also in the next halacha. But here it's like a regular meperis, you make a shahako. But if you didn't actually, uh, process the dates, you just squeeze them and turn them into some kind of mush. Then it has, it retains the halach of a regular date. You didn't actually do anything to it. It's still a date. It's just a squeeze date, a, a, a mush date, but it's still a date. You make the same process. Halacha, hey. Rashi, when it comes to fig dates, though, he describes it as you pack them, mm-hmm. you leave them alone for a certain amount of time, then right. the honey will start to drip. Mm-hmm. So over there would be, uh, the honey would, uh, would be what? Um, uh-huh. it says, and it's as halu 
So Rashi says Dav Kamre Dav Vash means not not be honey, yeah. but fig honey. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mention that over here, but the, presumably all, and unless it's said otherwise, it sounds like everything that comes out of the peri is uh, shahako. That's what, that's what it sounds like. Uh, so basically, like this bark, they make them out of mm-hmm. the bark, they smash up the food. Right. And, yeah, you have to make a, right. And maybe that's partially. I think you mentioned granola bars once before, but that, that's part of the problem. If you have the fruits that are, or or the grains, or the different stuff like that. Okay. Now we're going to move on to sugar. Now the Ramam has a very interesting way of describing sugar because he doesn't have a word for sugar apparently in Hebrew. So this is how the Ramam describes it, and it's also a very unique shoot of the Ramam. The sweet stalks that you squeeze and, and boil their liquid until it freezes and congeals and turns into salt. Looks like salt. Sugar cane, but he doesn't have a word for it. So he just it describes the, the, the grass and it looks like salt. So what's the, what's the bracha on sugar? So he sets it up. It's some even argue that it's a fruit. And they said if you, if you, without processing, if you just uh, suck the, the, the stalks directly, you make a Adama. I'm starting up with everyone here. It's not a pre. This honey that was processed with fire shouldn't be any better than the honey that came from dates. Where it wasn't uh, processed. And uh, you still make a shahako, so why should this be any better? The Kassabishna says that he thinks it sounds like he's arguing on both points. First of all, it's not a peri bechla. So, uh, therefore, even if you were sucking directly, it would be a shahako. It's not a peri or a vegetable. And even if you would have said that it's a peri, the Ramam is adding that uh, it shouldn't be any different than any other processed uh, thing. Then the Kassabishna quotes the Torah. The Torah says that uh, maybe we can argue with the Ramam. We shouldn't compare it to Tamanim because there you can eat it. The date itself is a fruit. The uh, honey is a byproduct. There, with the sugar cane, the whole product is the is the sugar itself. So we have, we've had this concept that when you need, in order to actually enjoy the fruit or vegetable, you need to process it first. So that's the true form of that fruit or vegetable. So maybe it's different. Then the Kassab Mishnah responds, if this would have been available for sale in the tourist land, because where we live, they sell thousands and tens of thousands to suck the, the cane itself. So why are you saying that the sugar is the, the true form of, people eat the cane itself? It's like any other maypatis. Look, and Al-Tarab also brings this, uh, there al mentions in parentheses, it's called sukkah. Um, she says, Yeshayimim, that's Shahako, that's the Rambam, Yeshayimim, that it's not, mentions the other opinion, Safak Bracha, Slahako, Bidiyavid, you can make either Bracha, Bidiyavid, Slahako, uh, but Lachatchili, you should make a Shahako. And Luch, Berchas, and also he says, if you make a very pretty eight, so you write the same concept, and say the Berchas, and which is the final, it just says, Mavarach, and all of Shahako, it doesn't mention anything else. And, uh, the Mitzayan over there, it's a different Rambam, to this, to that. Says that the place can agree that the Then in the Haris and Sender they say that today most sugar is is beet sugar, so then it's for sure uh, shahako. I looked into it though in America, it seems like cane sugar and beet sugar are pretty uh, equally big uh, yeah. industries in America. Maybe in Israel the beet sugar is more common than cane sugar. But anyway, I don't know anyone who eats uh, sugar straight from the from the pack or even has cane, you know, sucks on so I don't see you, you know, I don't Only think that, likes to suck the cane. Uh-huh. Well, I personally okay, haven't uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, right. So uh 
don't know if the, 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 the not going to make a lot of corn. corn, corn. Right. So the, the discussion might be moot, though, if no one's really consuming sugar straight uh, like that anyway. Allah Havav. Hakar. Okay, we have to. We, <laughs> we're running later. Hakar. The top stalk of the palm tree, what we call today hearts of palm. Because, uh, Al-Tarev explains in Simulej Bays that that's not the main product of the palm tree altogether. The main part of the palm tree are the dates. This is a whole different part of the plant. So that's why it's just simply shahakal. Kafras uh, shell tzalaf. So that's, uh, the tzalaf is the capered bush. And the kafras is not the fruit part of the caper bush. Some other, it's the leaves, the petals, the something. We're going to mention in a second. We're going to, do, yeah, so we're differentiating between the kafras and the avionis. So the kafras, uh, it's not the fruit itself. It's part of the plant. The avionis shall tell off, but the avionis, hey, not pre. The caper berries, they look like small dates. That's an actual fruit. All right. Aloha Zion. A pulp and vazangvo. So, yeah. The cape is you get in the jar these days. You buy the supermarket better. What is it? Adamo Aids. It's the berries, then it's the Aids. I'm assuming they're selling the berries. Why would you think it's Adamo? I don't know, but I'm saying I had to differentiate. I'm saying, yeah, he says it's Aids. Eat it with something else. Yeah. Well, that's always the way out. Yeah. 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 By, by the way, the doesn't mention this in the at all. In the beginning of the Sayyidah he says, in this parak, he says that uh, there are a lot of halachas that we didn't uh, quote because they're not he talks about whatever Shachanar talks about. He only sticks to fruits and vegetables that were common. And there are other discussions, there are other halachas when the doesn't mention something in the Is it because he changed his mind? Compared to Shulchan Aruch, or is it simply not relevant? So he skipped it. All right. Allah Zayin, a and Vazangvo. You have pepper and ginger. So now we're mostly familiar with them as actual uh, spices, but they start off as a plant. So Bismachin, your tub, when the plant itself is moist, once it's dry, you don't make a bracha at all. Once it turns into a spice, you don't eat the spice. The spice is just spicing up something else. Anything that's not really edible or drinkable, then you don't make a bracha at all. Because um, the says that uh, we consider pilpul and eights for arla. So why don't we make a bracha priya eights when it's uh, moist? Why does it say to make a hadama? So yesh loimar, that uh, because... Uh, you're not, you're not, you're not planning on eating it the way the the way they are. You're really only using it for spices. So even when you do eat it as a plant, you should change the bracha a little bit. Al-Tarab also talks about and say the that should be because they're on the Elon, because your whole point is just for spices. But zangvul ginger, it's not ikra pri. It's a root under the ground, so you can sure make adama. There's no discussion there. But only yeah. in the types of that's a that's a mistake. That's a no, no, no. The, that's that. Eight the that separately. Eight and That's something you actually do eat. You do have the what are they called? The cinnamon sticks. So uh, that's dafka something. Well, he says Alter says it is something they eat. So you would make a berry priyadama. Uh, unlike the other spices, which are only eaten as a spice. All right, there's a lot. Uh, cinnamon is a don't know how you do it. That it's the bark of the cinnamon tree that you eat. It's mm-hmm. like the actual bark mm-hmm. of the cinnamon tree. Okay. He says so, eight shokinomen. He said eight shokinomen. Eight. 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 E
So it would be hadalik. Gadal aretz kamei kanan. It grows from the earth like stalks. So uh, you'd make you'd, you'd make a hadama. Allah chaches. Now we have other shahakos that we didn't mention earlier. Earlier we mentioned like meat products and stuff like that, dairy. Here we mentioned additional things. Apas she'ipsha, so spoiled bread, v'yayin she'hikris, wine that gets a bit off. Tavshah she'avratsurasa, the food is spoiled. Anoiv l'shem pagan, fruit that fell when it was still underdeveloped. V'asheicher bir, v'achemetz vinegar, v'agaivai, locusts, v'hamalach, salt, v'kamein apitrius, mushrooms and truffles. Al-kun, v'varach t'chul shakum yeh b'dvarei. You make a shakla on them all. Al-tadab, it gets into the details, different reasons, either because it's, uh, uh, mushrooms, the cloud don't really grow from the ground, even though they seem to, but it's not really. Other things, they were in the scalpel, they got ruined a bit, so they, they lost their bracha, etc. Here he brings the whole full burn of fashas according to the Rambam. Whatever you make a shahakal for, you automatically make a burn of fashas. Whatever you make a bracha afterwards, you always make a bracha before. Those are just rules that he got, I think, from Mishnai. So this relates to what we discussed in Allah Bez about grape juice. Shmarim, you have the dregs. You pour three measures of water over the dregs, and by the time you're finished, you have four measures of liquid. So that means the dregs contributed a quarter of the liquid. We can consider the outcome to be wine that has water. But if you don't get three parts uh, water, one part wine, even if there is a wine flavor, Mistakes. If you made a bayri priyadama on a fruit, yatsa, because it all comes from the ground. But if you make a ha'ait on vegetables, on things from the ground, you weren't yatsa. Now, some girsayas in the Nam, Mishan, were missing the first word yatsa. That says, well, yatsa on both. Because the Mishnah discusses it, but uh, the Maskana is that the Nam wrote yatsa, just like the Mishnah says, you're yatsa with bayri priyadama for ha'ait, but you're not yatsa with ha'ait for adama. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is an interesting sheet of the Rambam that you uh, we don't follow what you say, we follow what you think. You're holding beer. You had a mind to say shahakal, which is the correct bracha. We don't send you back. You had vegetables or hadama. You want to make the right brachas. You said the wrong words. It's fine. That's the main part. You had the right brach in mind. Because you have a mistake in the main part. That's not true. And the Kasimishna says, I have a whole idea about Hikus Piyashma, we're not getting into it. Al-Tarebbe doesn't have, we don't have the Simon and Al-Tarebbe, Simon and Rish test, we have a few Simon missing. Also, Al-Tarebbe doesn't talk about it in the Luach and the Say, the Birch and Anna, but in the Hikus Firas, Al-Tarebbe gets into it, but we don't have the time to get into the details. What if you have a Mesafik? You're not sure what you did. You don't go back. You don't uh, go back and say it again. What if you put something in your mouth without a bracha? So, according to the Ram, if it was liquid, you swallow it, you make a bracha afterwards. The Raiva disagrees. Soon, if it's fruit that if you take it out, it will be disgusting at this point. You're going to tussim, banovim, berries and grapes. So, you push it to the side of your mouth to make a bracha, and then you swallow them. And if they don't get disgusted, 
even if you take them out, you can pull them out from them, beans or peas, pearl to me piv, so you expel them from your mouth. So, uh, now we have stories that used to make up for hair. Someone knows that didn't kadim and brachas that spread on the table. The Rambam makes it very simple, though. The Rambam has a very simple system, so you don't have to get confused. If they all have the same bracha, you make a bracha one of them, and you have the rest covered. If the brachas aren't equal, make the appropriate bracha. Whatever you want to have first, whatever you like, have that first. Out of order, the brachas doesn't matter. No preference, then Shiva Saminan comes first. The whole Kaidma Pasa, Kaidim Nabracha, whatever is earlier in the Pasa comes first. Shiva in Amun Mapasa Zah at its Hitus Ayr of Gafat Ainu Rim and Edit Say Shamud Vash, Udvash Zah in Atmarim. When we say honey, we don't mean honey, we actually mean the dates themselves. But Tmarim Kaidim Lanavim and dates come before grapes. Shatmarim Shainil Eretz is Eretz twice. And in the second time, Dvash is closer to Eretz than the second time. Then the Anavim are Shlishil Eretz, and Anavim are third to the Eretz the first time. It's the same bracha as Ala Mechia, but we just changed a few words. There's a letter from the Rebbe about whether you should change the other parts of the bracha. We do something similar. We add an extra line. It's like the fourth bracha in Benchim. Some say not to add that line, which we do. If you ate all three, you make one big bracha. about this that you say um you make the each separately you a bunch of fruits then you don't make a shahakal separately you make one main shalish it includes all the fruits they're all fruits from a tree